What's up, guys? This is What's Next Kentucky Radio, and you are listening to 93.9 FM Radio Lex. What's Next Kentucky Radio? I'm joined by my co-host Malik Winfrey and my other co-host Jacob Carpenter. We got a very, very special guest on today, ladies and gents, because it's a big day in, in the Kentucky basketball community. We got a UK uh, known figure throughout the University of Kentucky's uh, sports culture. His name, ladies and gentlemen, is James Croom. Coming on, what's next? Kentucky Radio as our, I believe you're our third third guest now. So welcome to the show, my man. Appreciate you, man. No problem. How how you doing today? Everything's all good, man. I know you're a busy man. You're working with the Lexington Counterclocks right about now. Um, that's that's your at your stage in your career right now. You're working with Lexington Counterclocks. How is it? How is it over there? I love it, man. Every day, uh, day in day out. To grind, so. Awesome, awesome, man. Though, well, you know, we got a lot to talk about today, man. We got a lot to talk about, so let's let's get right into it. The UK Wildcats have just returned back on the hardwood. You know, they they're playing in that global gym, as everybody knows. It's good to, to see basketball back in the bluegrass, man. I'm I'm excited. I did you guys get a chance to check out that game? I caught the second half of it. Yeah, for yeah, sure. First for sure. half, I was at the uh, counterclass game. So yeah, yeah, man, it was a great game. Great to see those guys um, back on the floor once again. Um, let's see, uh, Kentucky, eighty-one points they finished out with. Seventy-three points was for Germany, so it was eighty-one to seventy-three point uh, uh, win for us. Uh, what are, What are your thoughts, everybody, on the game so far? I know, I know, James, you said. You actually, you know, couldn't see the entire game. But, you know, us three, you know, Malik, uh, Jacob, you know, we got a chance to check out majority of the game. So, you know, what are y'all thoughts, man? What do y'all think about the, the, the look for the Wildcats this year? Um, I'll start off. Uh, one of the things that I really liked to see was the on-ball pressure yeah. uh, from our defense. It, it looked really good. Yeah, I was going to say picking up full court. Those guys, they look like I said that that I was t- talking to Malik about it, man. They they got that motor. They got that motor this year. I mean, uh, uh, DJ Wagner is setting the tone, man. It's picking up full court. That's a prime example. What about you guys, man? What y'all think? I think that they just all played as dogs, yeah. and that they all filled what I thought that their role was going to be. Like they all fit it like really well, okay. and like every piece just complements each other so well. Yeah, I I I, I like. I like that. I think they're missing two guys. I think they're missing those two seven-footers. Yeah. As far as roles go, like, man, like, you don't – I don't know if it's set in stone yet. You know, it's, it is the first game probably, you know, before they actually even get into to the, the, the deep in this, this tournament that they have in Global Gym. But, like I said, man, it, I don't know. Roles might change. You know, Cal Perry, he likes to do that. He likes to change roles. I think he's going yeah. in there just trying to – figure out what pieces of the puzzle that he has. Well, what about you, Lee? I think uh, shout-out to those upperclassmen, you know, just uh, when we think like Mitchell and just uh, also having the return of Reeves, you know, just, that made like big difference, those upperclassmen, just to come in and, you know, just be able to be comfortable and just have that leadership, and they showed that today. For sure, man. I'm, I was very impressed with, with uh, Mitchell. I, I didn't get a chance to watch him a lot last season. But, man, like, I didn't know we had such a talent, the, the guy that could spread the floor. You know, he's really good in that pick and pop with DJ yeah. Wagner and Rob Dillingham. So that's a, that's another weapon that we have. Right. That's, that's, it's perfect and it's needed when you bring in so many freshmen and young guys, you know, just wanting to get comfortable on the floor and just having that leadership to make them feel comfortable and let the game come to them just a little yeah, easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who impressed you guys the most, I guess, like out of everybody? I mean, I, I, I want to break down the stats. I mean, Justin Edwards – I didn't see a lot from him. You know, he went two for eight. Um, uh, Austin Reeves, 24 points. 
DJ Wagner, 16 points. Rob Dillingham had six points, although I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of what he did out there today. I, I was impressed. What do you guys think? Who are you guys impressed with, I would say? Has there, is there anyone that surprised you guys as well? Uh, I'm going to fire it off and say I do. I mean, we, I do. We've, we've, we've seen him you know, yeah. time in and time out. He's improved. You know, he does what he does. He's going to grind on the boards, and he's going to get the ball where he needs to be. And whenever he needs to score, he'll score. They said I do grew at least two inches over the off season. Looks bigger, looks more sturdier, looks more comfortable. I would say he looks looks like he he's uh very comfortable. What about you, Jacob? Who impressed you out there? I was actually gonna say I do just for those same reasons. He he looks physically like a different player out yeah. there. Um, that one year, so, that one year, do that to you, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shout out Braden Welsh because he's been like making them guys like develop so much muscle yeah. like. And just so much athletic ability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll probably go with that dude. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Malik? Uh, I'll probably go with uh, Reed Shepard. You know, just wow. just going with like everything he was doing on the floor. He did a little bit of everything. It wasn't no specific thing that he did that was like, oh, he was the leading scorer getting or anything like that. He just did a little bit of everything. Whether it was, you know, the pick and rolls or just even he even played some of the point guard. Yeah, you know, yeah, just doing yeah. everything for the team, showing that. He can be multifaceted and give, you know, UK whatever we need, and we need guys like that. The thing I like about – sorry I cut you off, James. I know you was about to say something. The thing <laughs> I like about the Reed, thing I really like about him, he's not a stat stuffer guy. Like, he's the type of player where you, you don't see – if you don't watch the game, you wouldn't know his impact. Right. If that makes sense. Like, it doesn't show up on the stats, Steve. But, but if you watch the game, you're like, hey, man, that guy, like, he's a key to the team. Like, I think he's that role for, for Kentucky. Yeah. Um, I think his defensive presence is also a really big thing, yeah. too, from what I saw. Uh, his on-ball pressure and then, again, his ability to read a defense is goes a long way. Very underrated defender. Yeah. He's not known to, to defend. I think, like, yeah, it's the it's everything about him, just even the defense. And like, like we said, even though I think he had, like, today was, like, six points or so. Yeah, and, uh, I, I got it here. He, he – uh, I'm not sure if he actually yeah, scored. Like, you know, and it's like, and it's funny because you watch the game today and you know, like, that'll come for him. Like, yep, that, yep. he's not worried about, you know, getting the points and all those different things. He knows those, those things will come. Like, this guy was a 20-point scorer in high school, and I think, like, he knows how to score in many different ways. He knows that's a part of the game that'll come, and it'll come to him naturally. Like, Man. he's showing that he can do other things on the floor to get minutes on the court. Man, I feel like Reed is going to make it easier for Coach Cal for everyone to find their role. Right, right. You going mm-hmm. into you going into August. Everyone's kind of like, okay, what should I do? Am I coming off the bench? Am I going to be a scorer for us? Which I, I actually would ask you guys, like, who do you guys think is going to be our go-to guy? Like, like, it's it's early to tell, and I hate like the only thing I I don't really like about these games. It's so hard to tell who's going to be our go-to guy because we're not. These guys are all new and they're all trying to figure that out themselves. But who do you guys think should be our go-to guy if there's that guy? Uh, two people come to mind off the bat. Uh, from what I saw today, DJ, um, his ability to shot create and get a shot up whenever he needs to, um, and then Tone. I tone. mean, you gotta get Tone involved as well because he has that three-point sharpshooter ability yeah, as well. Yeah, because can stretch the floor. What about you guys? Um, I'm not sure if like they'll absolutely need like a go-to scorer. I think I think every guy is gonna score a lot. Like okay. I think they had like 23 assists today to like 
11 turnovers or something like that. I'll tell you this. That Jacob, is absurd for the first game. I think this team is going to be a very high-scoring team. Oh, yeah. There's, there's multiple guys that can fill it up. I mean, you, you said it, DJ Wagner. It, they it's, fill it, but I think they're all going to fill it. It's like, I think it, the good thing about it is like, as a coach for, for Coach Cal Perry's standpoint, it's, it's amazing to have a player that you can just, it, when the play gets broken, he can just find you something. Yeah. He can just he can just find a bucket for you, man. Like I think I think that's gonna help carry us. That's gonna help us win some tough games. Having guys like DJ Wagner, Rob Dillingham, that can just get a bucket, you know, when the play's broken or anything like that, or when it gets tough. What about you, Liku? Um, it's so early. It is hard to pick like a go-to guy. So yeah. I'm gonna just go with like an overall general X factor, and I'm gonna just say I think it's like it's our bench. Our bench. You know, those guys that we that we're talking about today. You know, they weren't like really like I said just really given too much of points-wise, but they gave a lot of energy and just, you know, anything we needed, like defense and all those different guys, you know, whether it's, you know, your guy, you know, Dillingham, I think those things will pick up for him. And all those things will, like, show, like, while we'll be, like, probably a high-scoring team and it'll be hard to compete with us. Very deep team. Is this a platoon squad? Well, I'm not sure, but something else to figure into this is, like, Aaron Bradshaw didn't even play. Ugana still didn't play. Like we got a lot of guys. That we hadn't even seen play. what yeah. is possibly the best part of the team. We like, played really small today. Very so. small. It's like Cal. We know we know Cal likes to play around seven or eight when it when it comes to time in March. He plays around seven or eight. Who are those seven eight guys that you know? I don't I don't know. Like you said, we didn't we didn't see the big fellas yet. So that yeah. means somebody's gonna have to take you know a little you know reduction in minutes. You know, do you? Do you do you play Trey Mitchell as much? Who I who I'm very fond of. Yeah, I mean, me too. Can really play, or you know, uh, uh, do, does Burks get a little bit less playing time? I, I, it's interesting. It's gonna be interesting to see like like the guard play. I, uh, you got three point guards really: Reed Shepard, Rob Dillingham, so Rob Dillingham, and DJ Wagner. Yeah, the guards are very talented. Do you mix that up? Do you do you add Rob and DJ Wagner in the backcourt? I mean that's why we have the exhibition games like yep. at the beginning of the year and then even summer league right yeah you you figure out what you got to do you figure out who you need to play and who bonds well and who plays well yeah um and as a coach i mean you you get your answers through that for sure for sure i i, I i'm excited to see the next game um i'm not sure who we match up against but are we ending out undefeated when we leave this tournament? Do you guys think we can do it? I was actually very surprised of, of the score margin. Uh, I remember I was talking to one of you guys beforehand. Um, yeah, it looks close, but we did pull away around that three, four-minute mark at the, 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 the second half. Um, do we go undefeated coming out of this break, out of this tournament? I'll say that Canada is going to give us a run for, for our money. Um but then again, though, you got to look at it, you know, one of our downfalls that I saw from today was that you got to be able to close the game. So let's just say it's a close game and you're facing a good team. And then especially when you get into the season, right, mm -hmm. you got these big games. And then once you even get into SEC play, you got to be able to close the game out and have confidence in your team. Yep, yep, yep. I think uh, guard play is going to have a lot to do with that. Wagner. Robert Dillingham, that goes back to, to, like I said earlier, like having those guards that can actually, you know, uh, get a bucket when the play's broken, when we need something. And DJ Wagner that did that today plenty of times that I've noticed where he just, where they, they just, hey, give it to him and let him rock. You know what I'm saying? So so hopefully we'll see more of that. I'm excited for, for um, their next game and be checking that out. I think 
they said it airs at 12, right? Or it's not actually coming at the right time, or I don't know what the situation with that. It's, it's tomorrow at 8, but it airs uh, Friday at 12. You guys, you guys staying up? You guys staying up to watch that? Uh, me personally, perfectly. 12 a.m., nah. <laughs> 12 a.m., <laughs> I know some of my Kentucky fans, they're, they're going to be watching at 12 a.m. I, I know they are. I know up. they are. I know James is. <laughs> I'll be up for sure. Malik's going to be watching the NBA Summer League. He's more, uh, yeah, he's more of a Summer League <laughs> guy. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have to go on break. When we get back after the break, we got a lot to talk about. Um, we're going to break it down for you guys. Um, got lots to talk about the weekend, the Threads app, which is basically the new Twitter, which is everybody's calling that, and uh, Kyrie Irving. I mean, we talk about sports, culture, music. We'll be back after the break, and you're listening to WLXU 93.9, What's Next Kentucky Radio. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. I want to thank you guys for listening to WLXU 93.9 FM. I'm your host, Mario Maitland, joined by Malik Winfrey. Jacob Carpenter, and we got, like I said, our special guest on today, James Kroom, the Mr. You. I call him Mr. Kentucky. If you don't know him, you better search him up on TikTok, Instagram. He's on all social medias, man. He got, he's got great content, man. He's, he's known. He's known throughout the community of, of Lexington and a great representer of the University of Kentucky. So let's get into it, guys. Ah, there's a lot to talk about, man. How about, let, let's start it off with the weekend, man. The weekend... After Hours Tour, this is his tour, I believe, that is his most recent tour that he's going around the, the world doing. It holds the highest grossing tour by an African-American artist with a $350 million. So he's making about $350 million with that tour. And he's passing the great Michael Jackson, who had previously had that record for the, for the bad tour, which was $311 million. That's a whole lot of money. So, what are y'all thoughts on that? The weekend, ah, man, I'm a little surprised that he, he actually made that much for that tour because I don't think that was one of his best albums, but I guess, you know, he's showcasing that that uh, tour with the album and he's making money, man. What do y'all think about that? I'm still taking MJ. I'm taking, I'm taking MJ <laughs> any day. <laughs> I think it just shows, like, the growth of, like, pop music and how much, like, it's growing. Like, just anything, like, relating to, like, hip-hop and pop. Like, it's just growing so much that it just influences everybody everywhere. No, for sure. For sure. Uh, uh, is Michael Jackson, I guess, like, could you com- even compare the two? Are they even on the same level? No. Uh, no. <laughs> See, and that's another thing, too. You still got people trying to compare Michael Jackson to Taylor Swift. Okay. Like, that, okay. No, that's crazy. Right, whoever's doing that, <laughs> you gotta take a pause because you can't. That's not even a, a thing. You can't, crazy. you can't do that. What are your thoughts, Jacob? Man, um, I think I think something that's like key, like in this, is like so. Michael Jackson had like three hundred eleven mil, and the weekend made three hundred fifty mil off this. You have to take into account like inflation, inflation. as well. Like, oh, yeah, like yeah, MJ's yeah. three hundred mil is probably worth a lot more than the weekend's three hundred fifty. Imagine, yeah. Uh, this go back to the artist thing, the comparisons between the artists. Imagine Michael Jackson in today's world with the social media aspect, with the right, with the inflation, with the with all that. Like, man, like, he was yeah. really big yeah. back then. Crazy. Does he reach a billion? <laughs> that's that's, that's, no, that's, that's a the real question. question. That's a legit maybe. Question. I mean, you know, Michael Jackson has timeless classic after classic after classic, and then you know, people don't get enough of that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, they, he's still playing today. Yeah. Like, I don't know if 20 years from now we're gonna hear the weekend 
you know, uh, after hours, one of his tracks being played. You know, I, I just I don't I don't know if we'll see that. Is, is there anyone even like close to near as big as Michael Jackson today? We have to see somebody with like maybe the maybe same Drake, like the same like if originality gets down that line. I don't the, the Drake of like I feel like Michael Jackson music touched people everywhere like parts of the of like the earth that we don't even think about. Yeah, he's he's like, an icon. I'm I'm kind of aware that Drake does not touch certain parts of the world yet. Yeah, that like, that's a good point. That's a good point. I think Drake has the potential. If he can get to that level, but he's he, you he's put your money Michael on Drake. Jackson. <laughs> I feel <laughs> like a, I feel like if I had to put my money on it, it'd probably be somebody some different. Maybe like I don't know. I don't, I don't even listen to Adele, but I feel like it, maybe it'd be Adele or some some that just everyone just no nah, for sure for sure for sure. I think let, let's just close the case that there won't be another Michael Jackson. No, fact. let's just close that. <laughs> let's yeah, just close fact. that fact. Let's close that fact. Let's move on, man. How about the Threads app? We got a new app that launched about a week ago. Um, basically, it's the Twitter. Uh, how do I make this? It's it's a it's Twitter. Twitter. It's Twitter, but it's Instagram. Ooh, threads. <laughs> <laughs> threads. Yeah. So so, what do y'all think about that? I got a lot of people that actually enjoys t- uh, 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 the Threads app, and they're big fans of it. What do you guys think? I don't know, cause I don't really know much about it. Have I didn't even have, know. You, have you downloaded it yet, James? No. No, you got to. No, you got to. I I don't know if I'm a fan, cause I I use Twitter as well. It's almost the same. It's legit, like the same thing. What, what do y'all think? Uh, what is it? Twitter. I haven't even downloaded it. Man, we got I slack. haven't even seen it. Slacking. It's, it's like slacking. Twitter with the with the dark thing. <laughs> you no, know, literally. with the with the dark thing one. That's yeah. it. Just, yeah. You know, but hey, the podcast is on there. You know, make sure you follow us. <laughs> yeah. You know, we we keep up with the times. We're gonna stay relevant. Of course, we got to. We got to, man. But yeah, Threads app is interesting. I like how it's linked to your Instagram. How you can follow the same people that you follow on Instagram makes they make it a lot easier for you. That's um, nice. Yeah, yeah, a lot easier for you. Um, so yeah, you guys gotta go check out that Threads app, man. Um, moving on to the next segment, how about Burger King? This is very interesting. <laughs> Burger King, I guess the Burger King in Thailand, they introduced a burger with twenty slices of American cheese and no meat. Whoa! It had no meat Whoa. on the burger, <laughs> and it's called insane. the real cheeseburger. At which it has first no of all how is it real second of all still not a burger <laughs> i just what call are it, you doing what do you call it then jacob a, the real a, cheese. a grilled cheese a grilled cheese a grilled cheese <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a good point that's yeah good point. <laughs> but it has 20 slices of it like i don't you guys trying that if you're going to thailand you, no no are you are you trying if someone's paying you to try it i'll take a bite you i will hey hey <laughs> Someone, it's good, though, like. someone could pay me enough money. Yeah. 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 What yeah. about you, Malik? Oh, no, no, no. And that just sounds like problems for my stomach. <laughs> no, for real. The, the, yeah, definitely problems. There's a lot of dairy to digest. A lot of dairy, man. A lot of dairy. I wonder if they make the, the buns a little bit extra thicker in order to, like, you know, even out the cheese, even though 20 slices is a whole lot. Like, my, my tongue is drying up thinking about it. Like, <laughs> I did see something funny about uh, somebody said they would rather watch a Big Ten West football game than eat that. Mm. Oh, God. Mm. God. That's hilarious. That's hilarious, man. You, man, that, I don't even know. You eat that, I don't know if you're going to want cheese for like the rest of uh, for for a while if you eat that cheeseburger. 
Or that, like you said, that grilled cheese. It's just a grilled cheese. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a grilled cheese, man. Moving on. I, since we're speaking of burgers, I, we're going to add a little trivia segment because we did a trivia question last time. I'm putting you guys on the that spot. That was tough. Yeah, that one was tough, man. This one's uh, this one's going to get you guys tricked. Uh, this, this is going to test your history knowledge, oh, man. Oh, boy. What's the first burger creation? Who was the first, I guess, city or state that created a burger? Where does it come from? Do we get like a hint? Is it North America? It's it's in America. How do I? It's in America. I don't want to give it too. I don't want to give you too much. I feel like it's one Um, of those. I was about to use my phone to look it up, but I'm recording on it. You you can't do that. Um, let's see. uh, It's got to be an oddball place. It's got to be like Vermont. It's got to be somewhere in like Germany. America. It's in America. It's in America. It's in America. (laughs) Yep. It's in America. Huh? Oh no, Michigan, somewhere in Michigan. It's a lot closer than you guys might think. Let's think <laughs> somewhere on the eastern side for Ohio. sure. Ohio. Don't tell me it's here in Kentucky. <laughs> the, the way you laughing. On, hold on, hold on. Go ahead, Malik. The, the way you're laughing is kind of telling it. It's somewhere in Kentucky. It is somewhere in Kentucky. It's somewhere. Uh, well, what city is it? I don't know. You could tell me Versailles or something crazy. <laughs> Uh, uh, Middlesbrough, or something. Uh, no, I, no I feel like I'm close. No burgers over there. Uh, Frankfurt, Frankfurt, nah. Mm. Man. Somewhere is somewhere within like an hour distance of from here. Ashland. That's a good guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good He's guess. Giving Malik. us no clues. That's Dude. a good guess, Malik. What's, what's the answer? I don't know. You got a lot of different places. I don't, I don't know. What's an hour from Lexington? Richmond. Do you know uh, the answer? Louisville. I do know the answer. Mm. You got it. Uh, what did you say, Malik? Can you say it again for the for the people that are actually listening? I hope, yes. I hope it's not Louisville. <laughs> you hope it's not. No way. No way. Way, way, ladies and gents. You got your, your known fun fact for today. Yes, the first creation of a burger was in Louisville, Kentucky. Right down 64. Well, right down 64. Put some pride on the state of Kentucky, guys, because wow. you, you doubted them. Huh. You doubted your own state. <laughs> well, oops. Louisville fans, Not from KFC, here. Yum Center, going to have to change that up. <laughs> Louisville, Kentucky. Moving on. How about the great Uncle Drew? He decided to sign a five-year shoe deal with Chinese sportswear company Anta. Obviously, he's coming from Nike, he's now with Anta. We know the situation that happened with Nike, which was very unfortunate. Now he's with Anta. What do you guys think? You guys buying that that first signature shoe by Anna? Got to get that bread. He got it. Yeah, he has to. It depends he on how to. it looks. Depends on how it looks. How it feels. All that. I got. I, I, are I, you I doing feel it? like. I, my question is: Are you doing it? This is I'm, your I'm, favorite I'm, player. I'm this is your. You. This is your go. <laughs> This is your goat. His Kyrie goat is, is one uh, of my favorite players, but I'm actually not gonna go get it. You're not gonna get it. I'm not gonna get it. It's, he said they're gonna they're gonna put it. stores in America. They're gonna they're put gonna answer put stores, stores in America. In America. Let me see how following this deal. Let me let me give me about a year or two. Let me see let me see how. It looks. I don't know, let, me, man. let me see the colorway. Don't you own a pair of linings? Like <laughs> I do. You, you own a pair of linings, but you're not gonna support your guy and get a pair of answers. I do own a pair of linings. Yes, I do. <laughs> let, let me see the colorways first, because the way the one that I saw Kyrie wearing, I was I was a definite no. It looked the all like, black one. They looked like Sketchers. I wasn't doing it. <laughs> <laughs> might be Sketchers with good grip. <laughs> they might be. They might be. So moving on, yeah, Kyrie, good for him then, signed a five-year deal. He said that he was going to make a big announcement, and that was his big announcement. How about Louisville, Kentucky? This is coming out of the Louisville, Kentucky news. They covered it, one of the the cities that covered it. Former U.K. player 
and current Atlanta Dream Guard, good friend of ours, good friend of here, Malik, um, Ron Howard has been added to the roster for Team Wilson at the 2023 WNBA All-Star Game. She was named to replace the injured Ella Della Doan. If I butchered that, hey, I'm sorry, Miss Ella. But, yep, Ron Howard, she's going to be replacing. Shout out to Ron Howard, man. She was much deserved. What do y'all think about that? Big dubs. She's so tough to guard. Man, you can say <laughs> yeah. that again. You can say that again. Man, I'm just say snub the first time, you know. Uh, glad they fixed the issue. <laughs> man, no matter. Uh, well, what's it got to take to get to, to get a, get an all-star these days, right? Average <laughs> quadruple double. Got to be. You know. she, she put 43 on, I don't know what team. Do you remember what team it was? 43 the other night. Easy was it on 43. Indiana? I, I can't I, remember. It may have been, yeah, yeah. Easy 43, man. I mean, she's averaging uh, 18 points per game, doing her thing on WNBA stage. I think it's her second year. So we're looking at, like I said, a future star, uh, maybe possibly future face of the WNBA. Possibly. Possibly. Whoa. She is. Oh, I like, I like she that. Is. I, like, she <laughs> is. I like that. I like that, Malik. Yeah, yeah. Put on for her. Put on for her. All right. So we're going to move on to our last segment, which we're running a little bit low on time. Ladies and gents, we appreciate you guys listening. How about number one overall pick, Mr. Victor Wembyana? They call him Mr. Wemby. He had a bounce back game on Sunday. Ended with a double double, 27 points, 12 rebounds, three block performance. What are y'all thoughts on that? The first game was he struggled mightily. Uh, I'm gonna say that and be honest. He, he struggled a little bit. It's first NBW. Oh, I'm sorry. First NBA game, uh, NBA summer league game. What are y'all thoughts? I I didn't get to catch the second game, but what I saw from the first he game, gave he get James gave up on Victor the moment <laughs> the moment the game was over he gave up on him. <laughs> Go ahead. <James>. Uh, <laughs> no, but um, in the first game at at times I did see him kind of rush his shot a little bit. Um, maybe it was the first game jitters. Don't know what it was, but you know at times it looked like he was rushing the shot. Um, I mean it it it's gonna come to him at some point for sure. I found it funny that he said that they play more physical overseas, that the NBA isn't as physical. But I saw in his two games, he's trying to play physical, and it wasn't working. And it wasn't working. That's just laughable to me. It's just laughable. Hey, I'm going I'm to give him a benefit of the doubt. You know, if you watch Summer League, a lot of these guys, what is it, like 90% of them are not going to make a roster. So a lot of these guys are, like, playing isolation basketball, you know, but I'll give them this. I, I put the future of the NBA. I trust two things. You know, if we follow the science, he's European. You know, let's look at all our MVPs. You know, Jokic, if we look at uh, the upcoming players, Luka Doncic or Joel Embiid or, heck, even the Greek feet, Greek freak. You know, we look at those guys and we be like, dang, all these guys are non-American guys. The there. The these, something about basketball over there is, is translating over here very well. I was going to say is, the song. It is translating. And we look at these past MVPs, uh, Jokic and MB, these big men. You know, the NBA is changing. Like, yeah. And those are foreign big men. Like, the NBA, you know, like you said, that 27-point game, even though it's summer league, you know, I think he's going to come along. Like, something about their game coming over here is translating, and I think it's going to translate. Will he be an MVP one day? Victor? Yes. It's hard mm. to tell. It's hard to tell. Mm. I think he will. I, I think, think he's he going to be multiple. Multiple. Mm. I think he will. With the Spurs, the system, 
they're they've shown they can they know how to pop knows how to develop these uh big men we've seen it with tim duncan david robinson yep. he's done it there's no, nba guy can he NBA, can pass he can this guy pass. can pass whether he never does too much he'll he's, he'll naturally come from day one Dude. promise this and he did it in some league he'll be a defensive stopper regardless he, he'll yeah. always block shots yeah. he switched out on guards he'll always he'll all he has the offense he'll pick up some muscle strength like uh Chet was able to pick up just even that physicality, you know, not necessarily putting weight on, but just to strengthen up, and he'll go so far. I think I think you're right about that. The dude had 17 points at the half. He didn't even look like he had 17. I I swear to you, he didn't look like he had 17 points at the half. Like if I would guess, and I was watching the game, I'd say he had about six, like six points. No, he had 17, and this is his second game in the NBA. He's going to be scary. Ladies and Jets, you got something to say, Malik, before we head out? Nah. <laughs> Ladies and Jets, thank you for so much for listening to What's Next Kentucky Radio. My man James Croom came on and joined the show, man. Make sure yeah, you yeah. give him a follow on all social media platforms. We're closing it out, and you are listening to WLXU 93.9 FM. If you missed this episode live, you can make sure you can check it out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're going to throw some clips up on social media too as well. So stay tuned. We appreciate you guys, and we'll be back again next week.